So I have for you what might seem to be a very strange question. As a child, did you ever play with your shadow? Maybe flap your hands and watch your shadow do the same? Hop to one side and to the other and watch your shadow also hop? We could chase someone else's shadow and try to step on it. Of course, no one was hurt because a shadow doesn't have a life of its own. Without an object to be projected, there is no shadow. In his book, Testament of Devotion, Quaker educator Thomas Kelly said that in our relationship to God, we should be as obedient as a shadow. How simple, how profound. We would only move in in response to God's initiative, in his bidding to God's will. Well, all three readings today talk about lived faith. In Deuteronomy, God tells the people to hear the word of God and to observe the law. Why? Because God's laws are just and they are life-giving. They help us to keep in right relationship with God, with ourselves and others. They keep us as close to God as a shadow. In the second reading, James tells us to be doers of the word, not just, just hearers. For a person of faith, hearing the word of God leads to obeying its commands. Obeying is a natural outcome of hearing, as natural as response of a shadow. In the gospel, Jesus commands us to hear and understand, to hearken. That means using more than just our ears. It means filtering the information through our minds and hearts that our actions reflect the meaning of the law. Some of the Pharisees didn't understand. They sometimes concerned themselves with the letter of the law rather than the spirit of the law. They worried more about their external actions than their internal motivations. Jesus tells them to get their priorities straight. Where was the love of God in their lives? Love of God, love of self, love of others. Our obedience of faith comes from our relationship with God. But unlike a shadow, we have a free will. We do not have to respond to God if we don't want to. We have a choice. But we obey because the one we trust and love has given us the law. Our obedience does not come from force, but as a love response. Jesus emphasizes that it is our relationship with God that is most important. Obedience must spring from that relationship. This people honors me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. When our faith is not in our heart, we tend to move away from relationship with God. We concentrate more on what we do and how we do it, rather than on the relationship that motivates our behavior. Externals like what we wear, what music we consider holy, and how we hold our hands in prayer take on more importance than how we love. We become judgmental of those who behave differently from us. There is power in a faith-filled community that not only hears the word on Sunday, but lets it take root in their hearts and spills into action. Love is their response. Consider Emily, who is with our St. Vincent de Paul conference. She receives requests for assistance that ensures one of our team go out to help. Anne collects sleeping bags each fall 
and then she and Brian distribute them to homeless on the streets of Covington. Peggy is here at the parish every Friday managing our bingo, knowing that the money raised helps our school and parish work. Archbishop Daniel Parchik of Cincinnati said, Jesus is not our Savior because he suffered a lot. Jesus is our Savior because he showed us and taught us and enabled us to carry out the obedience and humility that all human life was meant to express. Everything Jesus did was in response to the Father's will, even when it was painful and scary, even when it led to the cross. Jesus was as, as obedient as a shadow, as faithful as a shadow. Jesus is our model. And now Jesus gives himself to us in the Eucharist that we might become like him.